toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you're ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Hello, this is Stacey Musial of Be The Love Podcast, and we're talking about miracle tea today. Are you feeling low on sexual energy? The Mayans and the Aztecs discovered a natural solution for this, demania. This special ingredient in miracle tea found to have an aphrodisiac effect and helps boost sex drive. They would brew the leaves of this tea into a tea and drink it to increase their libido and energy levels. A cup of miracle tea in the morning can give you a boost of energy to sustain your day. And this is Brenda Carey of Be The Love Podcast. Demania is also used to treat headaches, bedwetting, depression, nervous stomach, and constipation. It can help prevent and treat sexual problems. It can boost and maintain mental and physical stamina. So if you're looking for that energy boost, visit the Love Abundance store at drvarungandhi.com and try Miracle Tea for yourself. I have definitely seen my energy levels boost. You can also listen 
to Dr. Varun Gandhi's episode on Be The Love podcast, which is episode number 106. Okay, our conversation is one that always lights me up, and I love talking about becoming supernatural. Now, it's interesting to me that some people get a little confused by what I mean by supernatural. Sometimes they think it's like the paranormal world or something totally beyond anything a human could achieve. And that's not actually what I'm talking about. Becoming supernatural, at least to me, is recognizing that I get to be the creator of my world. Now, I mean this in a very broad way in that the decisions that I make, whether that's something as simple as how I start my day or the decisions that I make for my business or even for my family, even where I decide to vacation. It can be a whole scope of things, but this creates a certain vibration or a certain energy. And my goal, if you want to call it that, is to align with higher vibrations, this idea of really becoming a supernatural positive impact within the world. And I think it's totally, totally doable for anyone. This isn't for like only the special people that feel like they're connected in some spiritual way. It is possible for anyone. And I would, I'm going to love this conversation because we're going to dive deep into ways that Stacy and I have used different practices, talk about maybe teachers. I know I have some mentors and teachers that I really look to for this kind of mentorship and guidance. And so this episode is all going to be about how you can become supernatural. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Being supernatural, right? I, I have worked at this, uh, for, for many years and I feel like, I mean, it's always a work in progress, right. But, but to really like embody the feeling and the emotions, the energy of that higher vibration. So recognizing that we truly have the power to create our own reality, right? And so like when we get out of that paradigm that keeps us in the same loop, you know, those old, old hormones of stress, right? Or those old, you know, patterns that say we aren't good enough or can't do it or whatever, right? Those are all old stories, right? So when we shift out of that, right, we are coming into our bodies and moving through that energy and raising our vibration through different practices that can help us, you know, manifest. And so when we, you know, I'm, I'm at the point now, I mean, of course, and I'm going to say this in a way that, you know, I I can manifest things pretty easily. I can say I want something and then by that afternoon, it might be, you know, it might come true, right? I might have manifested it depending on what it is, of course. Um, Sometimes things, you know, bigger things take a little bit more time and um, which is fine, but there, but it's happening at a speed that it has been very profound for me. And I'm just like in awe of how much the universe is bringing to me and in abundance, you know, just by tapping into my own supernatural powers in my own quantum field and recognizing how my thoughts create my reality. Right. And, and not so just true. my, 
not just my thoughts though, but the energy that are underwriting those thoughts, like truly believing and feeling gratitude, right? That gratitude and like is so powerful when you really connect to that, that energy of it. And like, wow, like I am in so much in awe. And, and that, that's like a vibration that, you know, I'm living in. And so it's such a beautiful, beautiful experience when you can make that shift. Yes. Making that shift. And I liked how you said the the underlying, not the underlying feeling behind the thought, because I think for many people, they think, oh, okay, if I raise my vibration, that means I have to only think, you know, positive thoughts. And if I say the affirmations enough times, eventually it'll shift. And I'd say, well, maybe, but there is definitely an underlying feeling like an embodiment that definitely has to, at least has happened in my life to create, for me, it's small shifts. Um, sometimes there are big shifts for sure, but definitely small shifts and to eventually then I, it's like becoming almost like a new person. And so for me, when I was thinking like a sick person, which really wasn't that many years ago, but didn't even realize that I was creating a day that created how a sick person with an autoimmune condition would live and didn't really realize that I was actually setting that up and life was happening to me. I mean, all the victim stories that I told myself, the negative self-talk loops that I was stuck in, I had to get used to being comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes any sense, but to really challenge some of those thoughts and to realize that underneath it all, like you mentioned of awe, I mean, being in awe of my body and remembering all the amazing things that it does for me, like my heart beats and I don't have to think about it. My lungs breathe and pulsate and it's not something I have to tell it to do. So being in awe of the miracles that are already there and having gratitude, gratitude's huge for raising vibration. And so just for our listeners to know, and first of all, listeners know that Stacy just came off of a Dr. Joe Dispenza mm-hmm. retreat. So that's always an element. That's always a <laughs> vibration raising bump. I'm excited to go to one at some point myself. Uh, but these are, you don't have to go to one of those meditations if it's not within your field. But there are many things that you can do at home, little things that can help bring about that shift. And that's where we're going to dive into a little bit in the rest of our time here. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, I've been to three Dr. Joe events and every time they're just, you know, just such a profound shift of energy because you're around people, right? That are also in that vibration and they've measured the the room before and during and after the event to like see where the the magnitude of energy has risen and it's just so profound and you know palpable you can feel the energy of everyone in that space because we're all in we're all in meditation for you know 20 to 40 hours depending on which event you're doing and and so when you're when you're creating that kind of vortex of energy with people you're you are just raising the vibration and and dr joe he he's got it pretty nailed down to you know how he does his meditations they're pretty powerful and so 
I've I've been doing his meditations for many many years, but you you still you don't need to you know have his meditations. But I would recommend um, you know trying them out because they are like really powerful because he has you go into the the space of you know no no one no person no place no where no thing no thing yeah <laughs> so you're like you know you are less matter because our bodies are matter right and so when we are in places of survival right in those hormones of stress and we're we're in the 3d world right and of like our problems and getting caught up in those problems and and you know what our old stories are right that is that is very much being in matter in your body right and so when when we're talking about raising the energy and the vibration we are separating ourselves from the matter of our body and connecting to the energy of it and and creating space between our our cells and our organs and our systems and so when we start to create space through our awareness when we're putting our awareness on each well, he'll have us do like each um, energy system or energy center, right? And so we might start with the the root chakra or the, he calls it one, right? He calls it the first center. And so that's the, you know, the base of um, your perineum. And and so you you put your your attention on that. And as you put your attention on it, it starts to expand and the energy starts to create and then you start to you know have the space around it and the space grows and then you're also aware of like the space between the space outside the space all around you and how massive the space can get and then when you're doing this it's creating you to be more energy and less matter and as you're doing that you're you're raising your vibration, you're, you're changing the story, you're changing the energy that's of what's been stored in that energy center. So maybe there's a, you know, with the say root chakra, right? There's the, the energy a lot of times of not feeling supported or not feeling safe in the world or, you know, and, and so not belonging, right? Those are like all root chakra um, issues. And so, there's, you know, when you start moving that energy and start creating space, those, those old stories start to actually, you start moving out of those stories and they start, you know, changing the energy around that. So when you're going back you're it's a different, different story. Of course, you know, this takes time and, and, you know, energy and consistency, which is really important to, to make, be aware of, but you know, as you're going through each center, you're creating more space, more energy, less matter. Yeah. I think one of the things I really respect about Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, and I've, I've read all of his books, probably reread many of them, Mm -hmm. is that he takes ancient wisdom principles. So for me, I studied yoga and the different philosophies like yoga sutras and different styles of meditation. And he brings a very scientific perspective around it. So like you mentioned chakra, which that is more of an ancient wisdom tradition. He Mm -hmm. talks about, you know, the energy centers and he has just amazing, especially lately. It just seems like he keeps 
adding on to the different case studies and the testimonials. And it's really amazing how he is kind of marrying the two of these ancient wisdom, like the breath te techniques he does is, you know, rising Kundalini energy. That's the yogic term mm -hmm. for it. He calls it something else. And I can't remember what it's, but it's, it's rising the breath and the energy up into the third eye. He refers more to the pineal gland, uh, but it's this energy of raising up the energy so that we can become supernatural. And that's one thing that I, I do really respect about Dr. Joe. And he does say that it needs to be consistent. Like it is a daily meditation practice and his meditations are no joke. I mean, some of <laughs> them are an hour long, if not more. Or there four. Are yeah, or even longer. I or. <laughs> Of the list, the recordings I've listened to, I mean, they're minimum half hour. And so I tell like newbies in, in this world of wanting to become supernatural and like started in incremental steps because a lot of them are like, man, I couldn't even last that long, you know, so it might have to start off with just a little bit shorter. And then slowly, like you said, you're building up that habit into a consistency of being able to meditate for longer periods of time to raise the vibration even more. And that's when I think the magic really starts to happen. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned, uh, yeah, the research, right? He shared with us some research this last event, and it was just so amazing how powerful our bodies really are. Yeah. Um, he was showing that there was someone that came in with some chronic pain. And I think this is, you know, very common. People have this chronic pain, and then they start taking opioids, right? Uh, or opiates. And so there's, we've got this opioid epidemic, opiate epidemic. <laughs> um, and, and so he was showing that this person was, by doing these meditations, was actually creating this chemical structure of the opiates in their body naturally, and their pain levels went down. And so there, so our bodies, our bodies are so powerful. They right. can create like all the things we need for them and just to heal themselves, you know? And so I think that, you know, well, I mean, I've, you know, they say that you can actually recreate a new body in, in seven years, right. And different parts have different time frames, but I, I almost think it's even less when you're starting to do this work because, mm -hmm. You know, we, I mean, those thoughts that we have, right, 65 to 70,000 thoughts per day, and then we're having the same thoughts as we had yesterday, right? And so we're recreating those old stories. And then the, the weakest spot in our body is what's getting sick, right? Or getting, you know, with those, that energy, that emotional energy that our thoughts are creating. And so, so when we're recreating this new body and we're having the same thoughts, we're going to continue to have the same disease or same illness. But yeah. if we change the thoughts and we change the energy of that, we are shifting the energy of the energy structure of that part in our body that needs healing. And so I think that people can heal a lot quicker, you know, it takes time though, because we don't, sure. you know, we are it didn't take a week to get sick, right? We've been getting, you know, over time. And so we have to be that, again, coming back to that consistency, you know, doing the meditations over, you know, 
over time will help to continue raising our vibration and changing the energy that has been keeping us stuck. But those, but our body knows what to do. Our body knows we have to get out of the way. It's like when we're manifesting, right? When we're manifesting right. something that we want, whether it's material, right? We we have we have to get the how out of the way. The universe is gonna figure that out. And same with you know healing our bodies, getting the how out of the way because our bodies know how to naturally do it. We are supernatural in so many ways, including healing ourselves. Yeah. I think you bring up a really good point. The how, like that was definitely uh, something I needed to learn. Like I didn't have to figure out how exactly I was going to heal. That actually prevented me. I honestly think from healing quicker, I was just kind of prolonging the old deep neural pathways that I was already telling myself. And, and here was kind of a highlight moment for me. I realized when I would say, Oh, I am, even when I changed my language from like, okay, I I'm, I'm healing from this autoimmune condition. And I'm like, by me saying that, it's saying that there's actually underlying that there's something wrong because I need to be healed. So for me, it was shifting into the, you know, I am a walking miracle. I am a body that knows what to do and I don't have to figure it all out. Like it was even shifting that language um, from thinking that I needed to be healed into more of this embodied energy of my body knows what it needs in order to create optimal health. And for me, visualization was key. And I definitely want to encourage listeners to make visualization a part of your mindfulness practice, whatever that is. And it doesn't even have to be long. And this really looks at like, what are the, what's the person that you want to be? Do you want to be this person of abundance, of optimal health? And visualize yourself, you know, in like full on color using all your senses so that the brain believes it. Because whether it's actually happening or if we're imagining it, the brain doesn't know the difference. That was a, a key takeaway from Dr. Joe's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, that I took away. I was like, oh my gosh, if I visualize, the person I am to be and make it in the now and have the whole experience of it that brings that manifestation even, even closer. And like you said, it, it wasn't an overnight, maybe for some people it is, but for me, it was this process of releasing the how that I didn't have to figure it out, that it didn't have to be hard. And then it's just almost to my surprise, my, my healing actually unfolded and it was, yeah, it was one of those, like, it took me by surprise, like, oh my gosh, I haven't had any pain today, mm. um, which put me quickly back in the loop. And then, so then I had to revisualize, <laughs> mm. um, but there is a, and a, just an amazing cycle that we create with visualization, um, being a part of that mindfulness practice along with breath. Yeah. Yeah. And I affirmations. Mean, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, going beyond the affirmations though, but really feeling the, you know, what it does feel like. I think that's the important piece too. Right. Another, another thing like the visualization I really love doing, and I, I have found it to be a very powerful practice is I really like to 
imagine my cells, each cell in my body receiving light or, you know, maybe it's a heart shape, you know, or it's, you know, coming in, I'm bringing in this light of love and um, health and happiness and it's smiling each cell and, and like they're dancing and, you know, it's just this beautiful energy that you have because that visualization, even down to the, you know, the smallest amount, you know, inside the cell, the mitochondria, the nucleus, the, you know, all of that, like inside the cell wall, it's just like beaming with love and light. And, you know, when I do that, it, I mean, my body just starts vibrating, you know? And so, so I say for actually, for me, like, I know that I've put myself in that higher vibrational state when there are tears coming out of my eyes mm. because I've embodied that, that I do use affirmations, uh, but I know when they have really been like solidified within my being when I'm like just so filled with gratitude and abundance that tears stream out of my eyes, mm. like just tears of joy. Oh and I'm like, there's the shift. Like mm -hmm. I know I've made the shift when I'm crying. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so powerful because it's like the, this overwhelming, you know, emotional yeah. release that you're just like beaming with joy and love and you just want to scream from the rooftops and you know, and then one of the things too that I've, you know, in doing this work, because a lot of people have also, you know, talked about like, well, they can be in meditation, but then it doesn't last. Like they, they lose that energy after they get up or they, you know, and so one of those practices to recognize, you know, to continue tuning into that throughout the day, but to recognize it's not just for us. It's not just for me, right? This energy that I'm, I'm experiencing, this joy, right? It's to be shared with people. It's to be like to give, give love away, give joy away, right? You're, you're holding it in, in your, your own power, but you're also experiencing it with others. And when you do that, it expands because energy is expansive. And so, so that is, that's a, um, a, was a big piece that I've learned over even the last few years is like how much, how important it is to really step into that giving that energy, but, you know, so you're also receiving it. It's a, you know, and, and I say giving in a way that also holds your boundaries, not necessarily like giving it away to, you know, someone who there's an extraction of your energy. Um, so, so it's important to recognize the difference, but to, to know that we're all in our true sovereign beings and we can love we don't have to rescue, we don't have to, you know, and, and so there's, there's a, a balance of recognizing when we're, what we're giving and, and receiving, but to stay in your own power and still, still be true to yourself and love and, and give um, as much as you can. Yeah. So that we can all be the love and become supernatural. That is a great way to wrap up uh, this conversation. Thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. And if you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes or Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. 
I'm Brenda Carey, and as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. Check it out in the show notes. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find out more about my work, book, and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love to contribute. Visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.